Season two, episode one. Huh. Mike and John got it going on. Do we though? I'm well. I have headphones on for the first time. I know. For the this is the big yeah. debut of the next season. Yeah, I'm wearing headphones. This is our new. Yeah, we got a new toy. We've got here. a new setup. Yeah, and this uh, is we're something. still trying to work it all out. But uh, yes, it's Mike and John got it going on. Brought to you by Firehouse Doors, and um, we have to start season two off. Yeah. with a bang. Of course, the premiere of what those that come to our big splash party are going to receive the first 100 people through yeah. the door. We'll get one of these. Right. I right. can't really see it now because I'm blocking well, us. Well, no, but I, it's it there. No, you're it's now, there. Now flip it around. Flip it around. All right, there you go. And you got our sponsors the on the back there. Yeah. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers and Firehouse Doors. And your tramp stamp of Mike and John got it going on. <laughs> right above your fanny. Right in the perfect yes. tramp, span, the tramp stamp spot. <laughs> that way it won't get all shriveled up as we get older. Yeah. So, yeah, those are, that's coming up this weekend. Yeah, that's Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. You're talking about the tramp stamp shriveling up, right? No, I'm talking about the, uh, the splash party. <laughs> right. Oh, right. <laughs> so the first 100 people at the Howell Theater, doors open yeah. at 6, splash... On the screen around 7. Right. And, of course, we're doing uh, giveaways with Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Everybody's going to qualify for that. We'll give you a raffle ticket, and we'll do the drawing after the movie. Right. So we have this uh, also a new toy here that, that John bought. Well, we for, bought. Well, I had no it's say for, in the matter. Just, you went, and, you're just like, oh, let's someone's spend money. Got it, so we've got new stuff. Yeah, new stuff. So this yeah. is an, a neat little unit that yeah. uh, our microphones and thus the, yeah. the headphones have right. come into play. So we have... New microphones, new recording unit. Now i got to redo my yeah. hair after this show. Now, for the podcast only. Now, you know, we've had exclusive post-show content for the YouTube and Facebook viewers. Right. Now we have exclusive uh, uh, add-ons for our podcast listeners only. So the oh. people watching this on YouTube and Facebook aren't going to hear, for instance, the this. All our fans. Yeah, the, the applause. Big. We have a little button here. Oh, so we have sound effects. Applause. Like, like we're right. Rick D's in 1980. Right. <laughs> or when we tell a wacky joke, Oh yeah. the rim shot. Yeah. Now, of course, the viewers on Facebook aren't here, but the podcast, they, they can get hear that, that exclusive. Yeah. Let's not do that. Audio content. <laughs> because Why, do we have a, hon a little honky yeah, horn? We wah, could. Wah. We can add it. No. If you want, we can add that. No. Yeah, no, we can do that. I'm not a sound effects yeah. kind of guy. We, we can do it. I like natural sound. Yeah, okay. But if you must, with the new thing we have here, right. the uh, the PodTrack P4. Right. That's what it's called. Yeah. That's pretty fancy. You can tell we've 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 jumped into season two with with new technology. Yeah. That's just fancy Which stuff. We're still trying to figure out. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we have a band now. This yeah, we do. For the podcast only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some okay. bass going on there. Uh, fire the band. I, I like Cooper better. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Paul. So um, oh, Paul's in the band, yeah, apparently. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> Schaefer. Paul, Paul Schaefer, yeah. Paul Schaefer. Or, or McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. All right. All right. So, yeah, we're not going to do that. All right. Coming up, we'll get to the uh, the correct answer for uh, last night's Wednesday night trivia. Studies found about 15% of married women say they regularly do this for their spouse. We wanted to know what it is. We'll go through some of your answers and give you the correct answer, which I don't think anybody got. We'll uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Rich Pearlberg and uh, the less you know coming up. But before that, local news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. Michigan State Police say a 10-year-old died Wednesday at a recreational area near Milford. Troopers assigned to Camp Dearborn, a 626-acre recreational retreat owned by the city of Dearborn, responded around 6 p.m. after witnesses reported a boy was on a floating play structure in the middle of the main lake and fell. The child, who was unresponsive, was taken to a nearby hospital with CPR in progress. But life-saving efforts were ultimately unsuccessful, according to an MSP statement. While an autopsy is scheduled for Thursday, state police say it appears it was a tragic accident. A member of the Livingston County Board of Commissioners has asked Michigan State Police to investigate a claim that her challenger in the August Republican primary has violated state election laws. Second District Commissioner Carol Sue Reeder claims former County Commissioner David Domas illegally stated on campaign materials he was running for re-election. Domas previously served on the board from 2005 to 2018 when he withdrew from the primary. State police confirmed they were investigating a complaint by Reader, but did not identify the target. Results, though, will be forwarded to the Livingston County Prosecutor's Office for possible charges. The leader of the base, a national white supremacist group that advocates for violence against the government, was sentenced Wednesday on charges of terrorizing a Dexter family in a case of mistaken identity. Justin Watkins of Bad Axe was sentenced to serve 56 months to six years in prison for his guilty plea to one felony count of gang membership. It was part of a plea deal with prosecutors in which his sentence could not exceed the one that he received in Tuscola County earlier this year for conspiring to train for civil disorder. The cases resulted from a joint investigation by state police and the FBI. Charges were initially filed in October of 2020 against Watkins and Alfred Gorman in connection to a December 2019 incident, which authorities say a Dexter family was terrorized at their home after the men used intimidation tactics and posted messages to to other members of the base targeting the home. Authorities say Watkins had mistaken the family's home for that of an anti-white supremacist podcaster. And a team of assessors from the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police will be in Howell later this month to examine all aspects of the Livingston County Sheriff's Office policies and procedures, management, operations, and support services. Sheriff Mike Murphy said the visit will take place Monday, July 25th. As part of the final on-site assessment, employees and members of the general public are invited to provide comments to the assessment team. They can do so by telephone or email. You'll find those details at mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Brighton's preeminent jewelry store with a commitment to customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and exquisite merchandise. And, of course, Mark and Barb Binkley pride themselves on being a big part of the community, and they are uh, the proud sponsors of The Taste of Brighton, which is coming up uh, next weekend. What are you doing? 
I'm playing around with it. Right, now your microphone's off. Yeah. Oh, right. there you go. There I am. Okay. You know, I kind of like that. See, I used to be able to control this stuff when we were on the radio. I could turn <laughs> right. your microphone off. Now I can do the here. You know, maybe I'm going to move this back over to my side. <laughs> Aren't you glad you brought this? Trying to make this more equitable. I see. But, okay. <laughs> more controllable. We're still trying to figure things out. And so, uh, Cooper right. and Binkley Jewelers, too, a part of our big giveaway coming up on uh, Saturday night at the Historic Howell Theater. This microphone's Did, pretty good. You want the edge test? All yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're we such figure, a kid we sometimes. We've got to figure this out. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry, so where are we at now? Oh, yeah. Oh. We're at, I, I, we have to go back to our, our trivia question, and right. then we're going to talk to Rich Pearlberg in, uh, in just a little bit. Bless you know, what's today's topic? Uh, we are talking about uh, county commission race in District 5, oh. as a matter of fact. Uh, the Three uh, and four, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah, so uh, a very uh, you know hotly contested uh, Republican primary for District 5. you got former Howell Mayor Nick Proctor uh, and the current Jay Commissioner Drick, right? Jay Drick. And they are uh, in quite the war of words. So we'll... Uh, yeah, maybe we'll they should not wrestle for the... Uh, yeah. The position, right? So, <laughs> no, I don't. No, no, that, that's fine. So eighties. Yeah. All right, our trivia question from last night: Studies found fifteen percent of married women say they regularly do this for their spouse. Want to know what it is? What's the first thing that came to mind? A lot of people said make their doctor's appointments or dentist appointments, those kind of things, medical kind of things yeah Making sure, i mean it's the last my, thing we want to do i don't think I, my wife doesn't actually make the appointments but she definitely stays so, on top of me like make sure make the appointment or have you made your appointment yeah yeah, 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 going. yeah. okay oh, boy because i want to live longer <laughs> <laughs> all right some of the answers uh give him a back rub cut his hair hmm. shave their back wash their back in the shower <laughs> Wash their back in the shower. <laughs> Lay their clothes out for them the next day. What are we six? Does it have your little name and the label on it? Or <laughs> we've got your underoos ready to go. Uh, make their lunch every day. Call off work for them. Right. Yeah, he's not going to make it in today. Hmm. Uh, yeah, a couple people have said the thing about the clothes. Uh, trim their nose hair or their ear hairs. Yeah, Mona and uh, Ann. You think? You got Missed any spot. Uh, bears in the cave there? Or? <laughs> I'm not looking up your nose. <laughs> Pack their suitcase for a trip. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like we're a bunch of six year olds. Nobody can <laughs> clip their toenails, yeah. lift the toilet seat. Oh, it's time for you to go, honey. <laughs> and pop their zits. None of these are correct, by the way. None of these are correct. Thank God. Uh, 15% of married women said on a regular basis they will pick up the check at a restaurant for them. Oh. So my wife and I do that, but it's like but it it's all the comes same from money. the same spot. I mean, yeah. So, you know, it's like uh, yeah, I left my wallet right. at home. You know, the same trick you pull. <laughs> but again, <laughs> how many couples have separate finances? Hmm, maybe, I, maybe more than we you know. know. Maybe more than we know. If we had, if, if we had separate finances, I would be broke all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to control you. I, yes. You'd buy new toys for the podcast, yeah. like the the one with your little rim shots and sound effects, and and clap. <laughs> the audience loves it. Yeah, 
It's kind of like, hey, John didn't pee on the toilet seat. Give him a round of applause. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Oh. All right. Thank you. All right, we're done with that. <laughs> Eliminate those stupid <laughs> buttons. It's just so stupid. Our uh, OG sponsor, of yeah. course, we want to thank Firehouse Doors, who's also a part of our big uh, movie night, our Splash celebration for the summer. That's right. One of the uh, sponsors for that. They're family-owned. Uh, they strive to treat each customer like family. They're veteran-owned. Mike Witt, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. They're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, they've been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call them today, 810-599-7480 Firehouse Doors. All right, it's time for the less you know. Hey, wait a minute. What? Are we giving away TPC cards at the Summer Splash Party? Yeah, the first time people in the door get a free T-shirt shirt and, and the a TPC, TPC card. card. Yeah. And, and maybe even one of our little stickers. Yeah. Mike and John podcast stickers. Right. These are limited edition, by the way. Hmm. There you go. All right. The less you know is brought to you by our friends at Jordan Genso. You know, what Mike, are we not going to ask Jordan about today? Well, Mike, would you be interested in learning about the dramatic differences between seasons one and two of American Idol? Uh, other you than know, Ryan Seacrest, because like, we're being on season there. two right now. This, yeah, is, uh, this okay. is the first yeah. episode of, of no, season two. No, I don't really care us. about American Idol. Well, a conversation with Jordan Genso will leave you knowing less <laughs> of American Idol. Well, Seasons one and two. This dialogue is so natural. Anyway, (laughs) if you wanted to know about how the current housing market is changing in response to increased interest rates and inventory, a conversation with Jordan Genso at REMAX Platinum will leave you knowing more, not less. Exactly. So give Jordan a call, 248-444-9777. That's nine seven seven seven. Yeah. Don't say ninety seven seventy seven. No, nope. that's not how you do it. Nope. It's nine seven seven seven. But before that, four four four. Well, yeah. Don't just dial nine seven seven seven. You, you might get some kind of strange line. Happen, might, I don't know. You're but. about American Idol one and two. <laughs> so, yeah, two four eight four 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 nine seven seven seven. Or you can find them on Facebook at Jordan Genso Community Serving Community Real. Talk to somebody who really knows real estate, and that, of course, Jordan Genso. None of these others that uh, right. claim to know more about real estate. Right. Rich Pearlberg and the less you know. What were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, the I, I contested race. That's I right. don't know. That's right. All right. All right, wait a minute. Let's see, you got, you got everything set up, so we're... There it is. So you okay. can hear the ring, and that's not a sound effect All for right. just podcast-only listeners. I think we had the microphones up too loud, so they're picking up the interference. Well, you're in control of that. What if Rich isn't awake this yet? This is a learning Hi, curve. This is Rich. <laughs> Hi, Rich. Call we're calling... Thanks. Hey, Rich. Uh, For the less you were. <laughs> what, what do you want to say to Rich? Hi. <laughs> Maybe Rich um, forgot. Remember we were going to call? <laughs> thing we do every week. Hi. Remember that email yesterday where we were discussing that we were going to call today? And, and now it's today. And, and we're and calling. Your, your voicemail. And now we, we have to fill. Yeah. But we weren't prepared for that you today. Know, I, I feel like we do know less. You know, I feel like maybe this should be the new segment. We know less than we, less. We bring we know. up a topic. We call Rich. We get his voicemail. All right, <laughs> and then we just leave him a message. <laughs> just leave a message. Well, hopefully, Rich, you get this message soon and uh, give us a call back. Yeah, it'd be nice. All right, you know that. Yeah. Um, so the less you know, do you know somebody named Less in real life? I do. What less do you know? Uh, Les Rodwell. He's yeah. the former uh, fire marshal for the city of Howell, yeah, and I was, believe he's a follower of the podcast. 
So and uh, and I know Lester Palmatier the third. Who's that? He was one of my roommates in college. Oh, okay. I, he lived in Eagle. Well, for me, I know Lester Holt. He does the news. On well, NBC. no, it's somebody that you know. Yeah. You oh, know I him see. just from oh, TV. Okay. It's not somebody that you know. Know. You know, we had a former correspondent uh, named Les Rockwell. Yes, he got into yeah. a lot of trouble down yeah. Les Rockwell. But that was many, many years ago. Yes. Well, you know what we'll do? <laughs> Since we've learned less from Rich, boy, sure, this is one of his best segments ever. <laughs> You know, I, I think this is the less he's done. <laughs> this least really is the least, the least we've we've ever known. You know, we're not yeah. starting off season two like we <laughs> planned. Season two kind of sucks. <laughs> we're in the sophomore slump. <laughs> season two, you know, it's ended like when, on a bang. Season, I mean, season one ended on a bang, and season two just sucks. You know, perhaps we got crappy audio. <laughs> no choice. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's working. All right, here's what we'll do. All right. We'll do the two cent history lesson and give Rich time to perhaps right. return our call. Okay. Today, of course, is July seventh. It's chocolate day. Hmm. Chocolate day. I like every chocolate. day is chocolate day for me. Okay. I need something chocolate. But if you look at what is your go to, if it's you can only have one thing chocolate, what's it gonna be? I don't know. I don't really. Uh, oh, you're not a chocoholic. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I, love I my like chocolate, chocolate. So I it's. Don't, uh, I don't. You know. I, I guess you. you if I if I said a Kit Kat right there. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, that's so, but that's more than chocolate. It's got a well, wafer. Well, sure. I mean, chocolate. Anything with chocolate. Anything with chocolate. Anything with chocolate. Brand of chocolate is what you were uh, referring to, as opposed to that. Yeah, uh, Kit Kats. Yeah, that's my. Uh, the, the that Kit is Kat my kryptonite. If, yeah. Uh, all right. And you. Um, probably be some type of Milky Way if I'm going, you know, candy. Hmm. But then there's cake. Now, Milky Way has the nougat or Milky no. Way has the... Has the caramel Ca- and oh. a little nougat too. Yeah. But uh, Three Musketeers is just nougat. And what is nougat? It's, it's some kind of... <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is a question that yeah. many would like to know. The, we you know what it is by just, seeing it, but right. it's like, what, what is it what really? What the hell is in nougat? It's, it's I, some kind of gummy, chocolatey, whipped stuff. A, it, What's it, the... the uh, dictionary definition is it is a family of confections made with sugar or honey, roasted nuts, whipped egg whites... Yeah, and, and it makes it fluffy. That's what it chopped is. candied fruit. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think that's no. what's in a Milky Way no, no, no. or a um, uh, Three Musketeers. All right, so but I'm going. I'm going Milky Way over Three Musketeers way. all but the isn't time. Isn't that? Isn't that nougat though? I, I know there's some caramel in there. There might be a little nougat. Uh, father, father, daughter, take a walk together. Day today. National Macaroni Day. Build a scarecrow day. And National Strawberry Sunday Day. Sunday Day. That's kind of fun to say. Uh, 1802. The first comic book was published in Hudson, New York. Hmm. Was The Wasp. You never hear of The Wasp. No. I did not know that. Because you always hear of like the first Batman or Spider-Man. Now, what year was this? 1802. Oh, that's pretty okay. Oh, hey. Look who called back. You know what? Maybe we should tell Rich we're in the middle of the history yeah, lesson right, right now. Bring him up here. Hey, Rich. Hey, gentlemen. How are you? 
Well, we're in the middle of the two cent history lesson right you now, know, we, so you're officially a Budinsky. We went to call you, and we learned <laughs> way less. I saw that. I was even watching. I'm not trying to get in. I, I'll, I'll leave you guys to your business. No, 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 no. That's okay. We can finish the history lesson after we chat with you. Uh, well, but before we get to, we were discussing what is nougat. Yeah. What is nougat? Yeah. Nougat. What's nougat? Yeah. You know, like in a Milky Way. Yeah, I know, and and. You know, I'm going to have to go back over our contract. I'm pretty sure there was something in there that said no surprise questions. <laughs> it's, it's a very important question. What is a, con- a nougat? Yeah, a contract? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, assumed it was a contract. Uh, okay, yeah. assuming. Uh, yeah, it's a verbal. Um, yeah. You know what? I actually read something about that, and, and, and it slid right off my mind. I have no, no yeah. idea. But I, I, I do know there's a debate about, about it. About nougat. Yeah. I mean, we all we all know we've all heard the word nougat. We all apparently enjoy nougat. I don't know anyone who goes, "Oh, nougat." I don't like nougat. And nougat is one of those words. The more you say it, the weirder it sounds. <laughs> yeah, nougat, yeah, nougat, I, nougat. I think you could you could do something with that. Say that guy's a real nougat. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Don't, don't get your nougats in a bunch. <laughs> you know? yeah. that could become the new uh, you know political attack. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a real nougat. Oh, that nougat. Uh, you want? He was a nougat. Oh, yeah. He dropped a nougat on oh, that you, one. <laughs> if you want real nougat, go with that guy. Yeah. yeah he'll, he'll nougat that thing all the way up. <laughs> well, so really, the only thing I know that it's really in, or that I've you know most popular is is the Three Musketeers. Now I'm not sure if that's technically in a Milky Way. Is it's, it, it is. There's, it there's a, not as much nougat. It says it's a is chocolate. Anything? I thought the only thing that Three Musketeers had was air. Well, well that's that, the yeah. the airiness of the, the nougat. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, mean, I always thought that was the biggest disappointment. You get this big old Three Musketeers. Candy bar, and then you bite into it, and there was nothing there. It's, yeah, it's sometimes better off refrigerated or something. Yeah, uh, what is our? What were we talking with Rich about? Nougat. <laughs> no, oh, not no. Nougat. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, we, we mentioned. You know, you know less than when you first. Yeah, made yeah. This and that's exactly. you've lived up to that promise. No, we were talking about the the District Five yes. race for County Commissioner Proctor and Drick. Uh, but yeah. you know, Jay Drick is the incumbent, and uh, former Hall Mayor Nick Proctor. Uh, running uh, for the Republican nomination on the August 2nd primary ballot. And uh, these two have gotten into uh, quite a, a battle of words. Or or should I say, Nick a Proctor nougat. and Debbie Drick, <laughs> Jay's wife, have gotten into quite a war of words. But uh, anyway. Well, I don't know. I know you, you think that. I, and, and Debbie's pretty good at that. She's uh, She's got a long political history. So uh, I, I know back when, uh, back when I was running the paper... It was whenever Jay would be on a ballot, all of a sudden we'd start getting letters to the editor from Debbie Drick. They were not political at all, but she was good at getting her name out there. You, you know, Drick, you know, the, even their slogan, Pick Drick. Pick Drick. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, pick I, Nick versus Drick. Yeah. That's well, then you could oh, go hey. Picnic. Picnic. Yeah. Pick Drick. Picnic, picnic or Drick? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on a picnic. Who knows that there's a county commissioner race and now you've got him having this battle and I now I see there's a second one out there. Uh, right. Uh Carol Sweeter and um uh Dave Domas. Right. Yeah. We reported on that uh, she filed a campaign finance uh yeah, or a campaign violation. Yeah. 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 So I mean I mean there's for, for the I mean how many people do you think vote in a uh, county commissioner primary? Well as we've discussed before in Livingston County, the GOP primary is generally the election. 
that's the election. Yeah. Uh, so, so what's your thoughts on the on the Proctor and Drick uh, deal? Well, it's, it's interesting. I mean, to to paint Nick Proctor as a fiscal uh, liberal is, is a bit of a stretch. I mean, I don't really think that well, but but I mean, he's, he strikes me as the type of guy who believes in uh, uh, government can do things, but it should be done uh, responsibly. You know, yeah, yeah, and and uh, but but it, it it shows me, I think, the the frustration of trying to run against what's become the the mainstream Republican Party. You just you just have a candidate gets up there and says, "No taxes, government's bad. No taxes." <laughs> I mean, that advertisement they put out there said that that uh, uh, one of one of Nick's biggest drawbacks is that he's never run for county commissioner before. Right. Well, so, so you can never elect anybody who's never run for office before. No, they have to have been born into office. Rick <laughs> <laughs> handed never down run for office until the first time he ran for office. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But uh, it's it's tough. That the county commissioners, you know, I've been thinking about it in, in advance of this call, which I know goes against the grain. But um, how often do most people in the county? come across in their daily lives anything to do with county government they, they hardly don't i mean yeah. you don't you don't go to the drain commissioner's office you don't go to the register of deeds or the county clerks you hopefully aren't involved with the sheriff or the prosecutor's office so so it's it's uh you, you only hear about the county commissioners when they end up doing something that becomes controversial and even that doesn't affect most people's lives so it's 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 kind of a funny thing. I'm I I I I'm terrible at predicting races, but but uh, Jay's been pretty good at local races. He's lost his judicial races, but he uh, I, and I'm not sure. I mean, how many? I don't even. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who's the, who's the mayor of Howell right now. Well, uh, now I do know when I think about it. So how many, So does Nick have any type of name recognition to go against a guy like Jay Drick, who has been able to gather votes and how? I don't, I don't know how Marion. Well, I, I think they. I mean, I think they have. They both have name recognition. I think Nick has name recognition. I think you know. Yeah. I think what you're talking about, though, or at least my sense of it is, is that anytime. Look, this is about ideological purity, and yes. you know, yes. and that it's not about issues. It's not about. You know, how are we going to move the county forward or how what are these particular policies that are best for the county's growth and development and blah, blah, blah. It is about do you align to this ideological chart uh, and, and where are you? And so when Nick, the former mayor of Howell, starts to talk about any kind of nuance, uh, that makes him vulnerable to this ideological purity test. That uh, that I think Drick. Well, is some people out there. want the same old, same old too. They, you know, if it's not broke, don't well, fix it. That kind well, of thing. No, no, well, I, I do like what John is saying there because I, I looked at that exchange they had, and here on the one side, you've got the Drick campaign going, uh, "Don't vote for taxes, don't vote for taxes, don't vote for taxes," and uh, on the other side, you've got Nick writing this two or three page thing trying to explain the nuances of how city government runs. <laughs> What are voters going to listen to? I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, you, you don't hate, raise taxes. I mean, right? It, <laughs> no. It's easy to just throw that out there. Yeah. I, I guess I'd, I'd like to think that more people might say, "Well, now wait a minute," uh, and I'm dreaming now. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but again, it's about ideological purity versus 
I think, uh, you know, someone who's more well, it, it really boils down. I guess when you ask people directly, you take away the names and you just say, all right, look, do you want somebody that's going to tell you what you want to hear or do you want someone that's going to tell you how things are? And when you ask it that way, most people, oh, I want to hear how, how things are. But then when you actually tell them how things are, which I think Nick is trying to do, that, that three-page explanation that he issued, trying to explain things like Proposition A and, and you know uh, property taxes and things like that and how they affect revenue for municipalities like cities and townships and counties, uh, you know, it just, again, it makes them very vulnerable to that ideological attack. Uh, and so that's where you see this. I don't know. Uh, it's sort of hypocrisy in in what voters want. We say we want to be told the truth, but then when we're told the truth, really, we plug our ears well, and run there's, away. There's part of it too where many people would say, "What's a county commissioner?" That's a great point. I'm telling you, yeah. it's like, well, you know, what's the position? Yeah. Oh, you know, you're in charge of the the water running off the streets, or well, you know, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, the only thing we come into common into contact with mostly is the roads. And the roads is the road commission. It's not the county commission, right? And so, so uh, you know, it, it is that that issue because I think the county in general, and I don't have great insight on it, but from what I can tell, it runs pretty well. You get these you get these uh, controversies and make the headlines about uh, not appointing Steve Williams to the metro parks or or taking away the abortion plank of the of the county insurance things, and those get a lot of coverage. But that has very little to do with the day-to-day running of the county. And the county's a bizarre operation. I mean, you've got this huge budget, and you've got department heads, some of which answer directly to the county commissioners. and But the, the big names answer directly to the voters. They get elected. So so it's, it's a bizarre uh, network of, uh, of an organization chart, and yet it seems for all – to, to run pretty well, I, I don't know of any great controversies in the in the functioning of the government because most of it's pretty meat and potatoes stuff. Well, uh, that that may have been true, but I think the pandemic did uh, uh, expose the, some of when you have this ideologically driven body of government because they control the health department. So in that particular instance, uh, I mean, you're, you're you're seeing this ideologically driven. Uh, effort to run county departments instead of instead of deferring to expertise, it's do you now? So it's now it's not just fellow politicians have to line up on the ideological chart. It's uh, it, it's 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 uh, you know uh, paid it, it's administrators, experts, and paid professionals. You also yeah. now must line up on this ideological chart. So I, I think there's that's where I think we're beginning to see. I think Mike is dead right that most there's many many people out there who have. No idea what the county board of commissioners does, is, or maybe even exists. Uh, yeah, they but, may they may yeah. walk into the booth going, oh, "I like that guy's sign." Okay, and they pick, <laughs> they check the box. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, let's let's face reality here. Uh, your, or they just recognize voter. that. I mean, let's what I mean. Name recognition or the sign looks good. I mean, right. So it's uh, or who did that before? Okay, yeah. I guess things are okay, and they they check the box. They just right. don't know. I mean, it's like well, if you're if you're running they for they don't even know, and that's kind of probably why why I mean it is a name recognition. That's, that's kind of why I think Carol Sureter is uh, making us think about uh, Domus putting his uh, reelect Domus signs because there's a, there's going to be a bunch of people saying, oh yeah, I remember Domus. He used to be you know I'll, I'll reelect the incumbent. He's right. he's not really the incumbent because he stepped down for for a couple terms, but 
uh, it's, it's, you know, but John brings up a good point. I think for a while, the, the county department heads and administrators just kept their heads down, did their jobs, and, and let the county commissioners have their little little spitball fights. But but now there's this this very real risk that it's going to uh, influence uh, public policy that, that could have dramatic effects on the, on the health and welfare of the community. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure I'm uh, real comfortable with uh, the likes of Jay Drick and uh, uh, Megan Reckling, and, who are, are obviously cultural warriors. Um, you know, I, it'd be kind of interesting, I think I mentioned this once before, if Megan Reckling and uh, Nick Proctor both got on the uh, county board, considering their, their history on the drag queen bingo thing. But. Well, you know, with Drake, uh, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, this is my personal opinion, and I just, from the people I know in this community, and I know people that are very conservative, uh, generally, they don't like Jay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I hear many, many people who will say off the record, uh, not into a microphone, but they'll say, I don't like Jay. I really don't like him as a person. He's kind of a jerk. Um, and so even though he may match up on these ideological grounds, uh, I don't know. I mean, I wonder, it sounds to me like you're saying as the incumbent based on He's the current political environment that we've got, you're thinking Jay kind of has this, that Nick is, well, I, think, I think, I mean, he's lost when he's going countywide. He's, he's been beaten pretty heavily by, by both times, I think by Teresa Brennan, but but uh, locally, he's won those races, and and those pick trick signs. I think they're silly, but they they remind people. Oh, yeah, I voted for Jay before. And, I mean, he, right. he, when he when they had that open position when Donnie Parker uh, stepped down, uh, he won pretty handily, didn't he? I mean, uh, Jay. Yeah, I don't remember the exact uh, thing, but yeah, he did. He did get in there. I mean, as you pointed out, he lost judicial races that he ran for, but then he was appointed to the magistrate's position. But then resigned it. But then resigned it away. And he said for well, health reasons. Jay's unusual. I mean, if you recall back when he first ran for uh, for district court or for circuit court judge against Teresa, his push was you shouldn't let um, a Democrat appoint a uh, uh, a judge for Livingston County because uh, Brennan had been uh, appointed by Jennifer Granholm. And his whole point was <laughs> we shouldn't have a Democrat. You shouldn't let a Democratic uh, a candidate who's been appointed by a Democrat. Well, then our reporter Dan Meisler did some digging and found out that Jay had contributed to Jennifer Granholm's campaign. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, he's he's, he's a political animal, <laughs> no matter what. And it didn't matter. I mean, I think I think he got beat pretty pretty handily. But not, but a, a local race, a primary race. I don't know. It depends. It depends if, if I mean I know. Uh, the Drick team, uh, Jay and Debbie will be out there with signs and phone calls, and they're, they've actually bought advertisements. Uh, will Nick get out there and, and knock on doors? No, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I, I, look. District Five includes the city of Howell, uh, yeah. which, as opposed to the surrounding town, I mean, look, Livingston County in general, very conservative. No, no, no doubting that. Uh, but the city of Howell, if anything, is less conservative than, say, some of the surrounding townships. That, that's true. So that's I true. think I think if there's a chance, it's in District Five, and I I just hope, you know, I wonder if if people might 
say, look, if we're going to have a commission that's going to ha- be led by West Nakagiri and is probably going to have Megan Reckling on it, uh, and 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 you know, and 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 Brenda Plank and others, uh, and maybe Dave Domas, very hard right ideological people, maybe it would be beneficial to have somebody to counterbalance that. I mean, uh, you know, I know. <laughs> I know. John wants it to be balanced, but it's know, probably I'm not going to be balanced. Liberal, who's going to be voting it? It's going to be the people who vote in the Republican right. primary. No, that's, they're very avid voters. Yeah. you got to give them credit for that. No, you know, there's no doubt about it. I mean, Carol Griffith is not going to seek another term on the board. And she's yeah, sort of, yeah. yeah, she's been that centrist. She's been that person that, you know, and, and, and her and Kate Lawrence before were sort of held that central block. Uh, uh, Maggie Jones did it too. Exa- yeah, you had right. a little bit of common sense. And wow. now with Carol leaving, uh, you know, it, it, the board is going to is primed to take a hard right turn, with, which was already pretty hard right to begin with. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess this segment has lived up to its name because yeah. I think we know less about what's going to happen. Well, I just I just got to say it's such it's taking such a turn. When I first came to this county, God help me, that was almost half a century ago. Uh, the county board of commissioners didn't didn't play those types of games they they're basically trying to run the county as frugally as possible you had guys like jack labelle fred dillingham was on the board uh there were there were nine commissioners and two of them and i swear to god this is true were democrats john rushford and ned davis and it wasn't that big a deal they just they dealt with issues they got the ambulance department started and it's 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 kind of too bad it's become so ideological but I do think Nick's running and candidates like Nick run into an uphill battle because they've got to defend government. And the other side just says, government's bad. Taxes, cut them. Right. Don't. And that, and, in a and, primary, and, that plays. Wait a minute. Government's bad, but I want to be in government. Well, you know, <laughs> well that's a different story. <laughs> but but, uh, but they're in there to control us. To stop yeah. government. You know, it started with Ronald Reagan when he said, uh, uh, Government's not the solution; it's the problem. And and in fact, that's not true. In many cases, government's got to be the solution. I mean, we believe in police departments, in uh, in roads, and in, in going to a restaurant or a grocery store and not having foul meat being sold to us. And that's all because of well-functioning governments, you know. Well, so, right. But uh, but that and, and yet. It, there's nothing wrong with trying to make your government run well, but it shouldn't be considered the enemy. Right, and and the two examples you just bring up, law enforcement, sheriff's department, the budget is run through the county commission, health yep. department, again, through the county commission. So the county commission, despite what many people may or may not know, does have an impact on your day-to-day you know, life here in Livingston County. So whether well, to, some, to some extent, and it depends how it's run, it depends how... how much finesse the administrators can do. I mean, we've had county administrators, uh, it was Belinda Peters, I think, who's just outstanding, and they, they stay out of the political limelight, and they kind of run things and uh, uh, let the county commissioners get all, all the, the publicity, which is not a bad way of working things. I mean, there was a time when you didn't have the county board of commissioners. It was a board of supervisors, and the, the supervisor of each township was 
did double duty and was right. on, on the board. But that got changed because uh, it was unequal representation. So now you've got this extra layer of government and you've got all these fiscal responsible Republicans who are the highest paid elected uh, governing board in the county. <laughs> so they, oh, that's they, why they're going they, for the gig. They, they, yeah, the money. I think the potential is there for, for a lot of mischief to happen. You know, what you hope for is that they, they, they strut and do some posturing and, and let the professionals do their job. But uh, uh, John brings up a really good point. Uh, they're okay. meddling into the health department issue there. And, and uh, I, I'm not sure how much how many health degrees the, uh, the county commissioners have, but I, I would probably prefer the, uh, the experts. <laughs> Big zeros on those. <laughs> Uh, right. Well, you know, as it's uh, so to wrap this up, I guess, uh, and back to the race itself, it, it you know, it, it's obviously it's Nick Proctor's race to win. He's going to have to go out and win it. It's an uphill battle. I think that that is probably true. Uh, you know, just uh, Jay being the incumbent that gives him a certain advantage, but for all these other reasons, uh, so, so he's we'll like, see. The other thing that Nick's got to be thinking about: what if he wins? <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell, what have I done? <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend tell me that when I ran for the state house. She was living in Florida. She sent me an email. She says, You realize if you win, you're going to have to serve. Yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just send the checks here. I... All right. Well, indeed, we know less, and we thank you, Rich Pearlberg. All right, Rich. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You too. Have some nougat. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. The less you know. Brought to you by Jordan Genso Remax Platinum. If you uh, Nike, uh, if you want to know more, give Jordan a call two four eight four 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 nine seven seven seven, or find him on Facebook. Jordan Genso Community Servant Community Realtor. All right. Where were we on the history I lesson? Don't now know. that we get back, it was uh, we, the first comic book. Okay. Eighteen eighteen o two. It was the Wasp. The Wasp. Yeah. What was the Wasp about? Do we know? Uh, a bug. About three pages long. Was it like a superhero thing? Or, uh, yeah. It just seems a little early for the wasp. You know, I just. Uh... Uh, 1930, construction began on what is now the Hoover Dam, originally the Boulder Dam. Either way, you're swearing while you say the name of it. The first package of sweet and low sugar substitute was served at a restaurant in 1957. Hmm. I'll explain it better, but. Yeah, always had that aftertaste. My wife will do. Uh, you got your sweet. Pretty much, you got the pink and the blue to get the Splenda. That's the yellow. Yeah, right? the yellow. Yeah, yeah. Like because if they bring, she's like, nope, blue, blue nope, nope, pink, nope. Yeah, because uh, what's the other one? The uh, the blue one is what equal. Uh, equal. Blue yeah. is it's equal. not equal. The Splenda. Yeah, the sweet and low is not yeah, sweet. No, it's, no. it's like chemical. Equal. <laughs> and now she is. Uh, I like Splenda. Yeah. It sounds nice. And now she has, you know, a little. Bag of it in her purse, and you're like, okay, boy, we're it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she had a little white box at the restaurant. There's, you know, she equal. Steal, no, no, no. My wife's very used to. She doesn't steal any. Two for my she makes, cup of she's coffee. She's very particular. Uh, yeah. Must have Splenda. Yeah, I, I prefer Splenda too. So. so we're in the Splenda. I mean, she will. She'll send waitresses. Hey, all, hey, I think I see Splenda over there. Go, go get it. Does a ninja move over to table six? 1980, the Solar Challenger became the first solar-powered aircraft to cross the English Channel. Solar Challenger. 
Bruce Springsteen in 1984 went to number one in the U.S. on the album charts with Born in the USA. Spent a total of 139 weeks on the U.S. charts. Had quite a few hits off that album. Uh, yeah. I, I still find it interesting how many people think that Born in the USA is a patriotic, you know, red, white, and blue, rah, rah, rah song. I think it's, it is patriotic, but not in the way people think it is. It's like, did you read the lyrics? Hmm. Anyway. Well, it, it is misleading, too, when you look at the cover of the album. Yeah. You got the flag, and you've got Bruce in his blue jeans and white T-shirt. Well, it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. It's like uh, you want someone to say that what you want to hear, or do you want them to tell you how it is? Uh, Bruce, Bruce, I think, is somebody that kind of tells you how it is. <laughs> and 2010 on this day, Paul McCartney joined Ringo Starr on stage. By the way, today's Ringo's birthday. At a concert in New York City at uh, the Radio City Music Hall to celebrate the former Beatles' 70th birthday. So Ringo's 82 today. Uh, with Ringo's all-star band, John, uh, Yoko Ono, Joe Walsh, Angus Young, Stevie Van Zant, all belted out birthday for Ringo. And then he sang with a little help from my friends. Well, that, that was uh, I can't believe that was 12 years ago. 82. Yeah, Ringo's 82 and he's still. And Paul just celebrated 80. Yeah. That's your two-cent uh, history lesson for today. They look better than me. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> well, you haven't gone on tour yet. When you go on tour, you'll start to look better. Hmm. So no? there's that. There is that. All right. Uh, also, I was reading. There was a. I thought this was interesting. Let me pull this up here. Um, when it comes to buying cars, when it comes to buying cars, more men. It's the color of the vehicle is more important to men than it is to women. I don't think that that's too out there. Right. Because there are some cars I'm like, you paid for that color? <laughs> and there's others where you're like, oh, yeah, that looks really great. 60% of men say color is the deciding factor on whether or not they're going to buy a vehicle. So if you're going into the dealer, and let's just say there's like Battleship Gray in the vehicle you want, and Battleship Gray is the color you never would buy. Guys would decide to buy a different vehicle. 30% of women say color is the deciding factor when it comes to purchasing a vehicle. There, I, I think it's because It we depends have, on the color. That's what I'm saying. I know. The color. That's what I'm saying. It, I, but I mean, but even within, like certain colors, you're like, I don't care. If it's black, brown, or white, eh. If it's, you know, like some really neon green well yeah the, the yeah. neon green brings a great point because there's a lot of uh many sports or muscle type cars like right. the charger challenger those kind of things even the, even mustangs and camaros that are in that really bright highlighter type green hold on like this and it's like for me even though it might be the car i want i'm right. not buying this color right but for my kids but they're I, like oh that's so cool exactly we're, we're old so I'll take the brown Oldsmobile, sir. Thank you. <laughs> if it says if it had the Olds in the title, right. that means you're old. Well, that's why they got rid it's, of Oldsmobile. It's, yeah, it's kind of yeah, apparently old, only yeah. old people are buying these cars. Yeah. Buick I, took over for yeah. that now. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, it's a Buick. Must be an old yeah. guy car. I had no idea. Oh, and it's in tan <laughs> <laughs> or kind of an off gold. Right. Yeah. All right. Sorry if I offended all you no. oldsters with dare your you, tan or gold. All right. All right, so uh, we're wrapping up episode one of season two. Well, it wasn't as exciting as we no, planned, was it? No, that was okay. I'd I mean, give it a six. Look, we're getting ready. We are cons <laughs> we're conserving ourselves. Oh, we're saving for it up. For Saturday. 
That's right. All right. That's Don't expect s- much tomorrow. Then. Summer splash party. That's what's going on. Yeah. John will be in a thong. The first 100 people through the door get a uh, Mike and John summer splash t-shirt. And a look at me in a thong. <laughs> no one will come. No. <laughs> Boxers, maybe. Yeah. All right. So we're going to give away the t-shirts. Yeah. TPC cards. And a chance to win some jewelry from Cooper right. and Binkley Jewelers. Other swag. And you can see the movie Plus, splash yeah. free. Yeah, right. And some giggle giveaway. Oh, and, and, and... A three and? Yeah. That's a three ander. Tyler uh, DePero, the owner of the Howl Theater, yeah. has graciously uh, said he's going to donate 20% of all concession sales are going to go to Torch 180. So you buy the popcorn, right. 20% of what you pay they for that. They got great popcorn there. They use yeah. that coconut oil. People love that popcorn. So, you're, you, And you can't see a movie without popcorn. I mean, what's the... You, you That's just, part of the experience. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. Yeah. So you're going to want to get some popcorn. Yeah. And you can know that 20% Tyler of those proceeds... Snow caps. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't really like snow caps, but I thought I'd ask. You know, I don't. They're okay. It's like having a chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> no chuckles. I never understood chuckles. I'm like, especially the big black chuckle. Here's what chuckle. Like, all right, you get one red one, and I'm done. Because the green and and the clear one and, and the black one. are if you okay. You know how you have a jelly jar. And when you the, the the jelly that congeals around the lid, yeah, yeah okay, kind of crusts scraped up there. Scraped all that off and molded it into that's a chuckle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I just I no, I'm not eating a chuckle. They named it chuckle because I'll have the a guy go- invented- I'll have a goober. I'll have a raisinette. You are a goober. <laughs> well, that too. I'll have a snow cap. Yeah. No chuckles. No, no. Sorry. Maybe a licorice whip. <laughs> uh, licorice. I don't understand licorice. Twizzler. Yeah. Red rope. Those long ones. Hmm. I like those. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been quite a fascinating conversation. We should have saved it for the post show. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. No, we've got post show. Oh, we do? Yeah. Okay. we got post show. Yeah. We'll get to the post show for you YouTubers. Is Cougar here? Not here, but Not she here. will be there Saturday be, at right. the Summer Splash Party. Right. She's going to perform some tunes. Yeah. Sing-alongs. I think she'll do a sing-along to, uh, you know, our, themes, our theme song. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Do you know the words? It's coming to me. Hold on. (laughs) John got it going on. Mike and John got it going on. Oh, see? I already blew it. Giggle on. Giggle on. Giggle on.